Ladies and gentlemen, what's the deal? I am your granny's favorite DILF, Mr. GQ. All right, all right. I'm your baby mama cousin favorite DJ, DJ Micah B. Who don't see the vision in you? So you gotta work harder times too. Gotta make it do what you do. With the limited sources you have, your dream is... All right, and we back out like we never left. Ladies and gentlemen, what's happening? My man that made it back from the MIA, yo. Yeah, man, if you saw Bruce and Q's, you know, I was in the backyard uh, and the front yard of Miami. I told you I was going to be live on location. We did not disappoint. We did it. We got it done. Um, obviously, I didn't have my This is the first time I did Bruce and Q's without my headphones, so hopefully the sound came through pretty good. From what I listened to on it, it sounded pretty good. Okay. Um, before we move any further, since I see that me and my brothers all got drinks with us, I want to go ahead and get this out, get a special shout out and a happy birthday to the homie Johnnell today. Yeah, man, boy. that turned thirty-two. Hey, happy birthday hey, to you, brother. my dog. <laughs> For those who don't know, Johnnell is one of our most dedicated listeners of the show. Yeah, he has been gainfully employed on the "Who Is He a Hall of Famer" segment. He finally yes. guessed one right last week. He always giving us the feedback, whether positive or negative, or just a good fucking laugh. So <laughs> one of these damn episodes, I'm telling you, we need to get him on. We might he gonna to, get on. He gonna get on. That or we might just have to do the, do the Facebook live oh, and do it that sure. way. Oh, that's a good one. I think that might we do it that way because then we can go me, you, we can go big homie, and then we can go him. We should be able to do four, right? I don't know if you can do four on Facebook Live unless you go through Zoom and then copy over to Facebook Live. So gotcha. well, we'll have to experiment a few things. And yeah, yeah, shit yeah. Out. But um. All right, so recap. What's up, people? <laughs> let's get a let's get a recap on our uh, NFL picks. Um, you went eleven and five, and I went ten and six. So we had us another one of those weeks where we was hella close once again. So that brings your I'm gonna do my quick math here. That brings your season total now to fifty two and twenty seven and one, and that brings me to forty four, thirty five and one. So. There it is. That also brings my Yahoo team in our league to five and zero, oh, yes. and, and my Yahoo team and CJ teams to uh, three and two. Ladies and gentlemen, and I went undefeated in fantasy this past bang, weekend. Bang! Once again <laughs> in the money league, I was the highest point scorer. I am leading all scorers in this league. Did you have Gabriel s- Davis on your? Uh... You fucking right. I had him on my starting <laughs> roster. Fuck you, mean? I had him and Patrick Mahomes. So all that love that Travis Kelsey was giving shit. My man Cooper Cup did what Cooper Cup did. <laughs> My man Nick Chubb. Like it was it was a hell of a matchup, but it was already over. It was already over when Monday night happened. Now my man did have Travis Kelsey, so I was kinda at a you know at a disadvantage. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I had the man throwing him touchdown. So it was like, you know, it was interesting. But ended up pulling it out. I actually streamed the uh the Bengals defense this past week. Uh wasn't too bad. Um I'm gonna stream them again. Uh, because I think I like their matchup, so I'm gonna rock with them again. Um, sp- speaking of fantasy, uh, uh, what's what's the guy's name? Uh, Chavarius Ward. Uh huh. Bruh, if you play defensive plays in your fantasy, that is a guy to keep an eye out on over the next couple of weeks. I was looking up some stuff this weekend about um deflections and mm-hmm. 
He's very, very, very good. He, no. He's top five in tackles. He's top five in deflections. I'm, I mean, he's he's not a high turnover rate person, but do you he's know, going to get you some points. Do you know who my highest scoring defensive player has been this year so far? Derwin James. Wow. Derwin James has had at least 15 fantasy points in every single game. He's gone over 20 multiple times. So between him and um, Smith from the Bears, they have been absolute dogs for my fantasy team. Yeah, Devin White hasn't really done too much for me. Yeah, but you're not going to drop him even, though. Hell no. You crazy? Yeah. So, <laughs> so, yeah, so I mean, you know, you don't, you don't hang on to him. I mean, I mean, I mean it, it's not like he's not giving me points. He's just not. <laughs> yeah, he's just not doing what you want him to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, he, he's, he's consistently giving me nine to ten points a game. Yeah, oh, which is uh, Ro- which Roquan, is, Roquan Smith. Sorry. Roquan that's, Smith, yeah. yeah, that's who I've been rocking now. In our in CJ's league this week, I do play your punk ass as I have taken over first place in this league. So it's gonna be it's I gonna be on and I've taken over first place in our in our league. I don't give a fuck about CJ's. Hey league. man, I give a damn about all these leagues. We're about to start the NBA league, which means about that four fucking leagues going simultaneously. Shit's about to get real. Do not forget to set your fucking lineups, but. Ladies and gentlemen, let me give you a little bit of waiver wire advice. I don't do this very often, but okay, there is a player that if you haven't seen him play, you might want to catch him if you're having some running back problems. And it's Dalvin Cook's little brother. He plays for the Buffalo Bills. While the Bills were up big, they gave him some run, and he ran very well, looking like the best running back on that team. He might be a potential league winner over Algier, who everybody thought was the guy to pick up last week after um, Cordell Patterson went down. There's my hot take on that, ladies and gentlemen. Take it or leave it. Don't really give a fuck. I picked him up on my money league team, so I have him and Tyler Algier, so one of them going to blow up, and I'm going to have one or the other, and I'll trade the other one away most likely. I promise you I missed the part where you named the player. Dalvin Cook's little brother. It's like Josh Cook or something. Oh, okay. There we go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I got too many running backs in our league. I'm not. Okay. I don't need not no more goddamn. Running. I don't need no running backs in either league. <laughs> I don't. Like, I got like I'm running back heavy in all three leagues. So, by all means, somebody pick him up. Um, so. Sucks for me that um, T.J. Hawkinson is on a bye week. Yeah. So uh, is uh, Josh Reynolds and Amon Ross St. Brown for me. Yeah, so. man. But I had to go pick up Robert Tanyan. And, I have uh, Robert Tanyan on my money league team, yeah. but I'm I'm still starting Pat Fryermuth unless he doesn't clear concussion protocol, but. That matchup between Green Bay and the Jets is very enticing. So I think this could be a hell of a game. For, for, both, be, offensive like, I, for both offensive, I, I, I think, think it's good. I think this could be the Robert Tanyan game that everybody was expecting. Now, yeah. I do think I would temper my expectations with Brees Hall because the Packers' run defense is not terrible. No. They're, they're better than people think. Now, granted, Saquon did kind of have, but first of all, but that's Saquon. Brees Hall is not Saquon Barkley. No, so no, let's no, let's no, not no, misunderstand no, this no, one no. bit. And, um... I don't, you know, I don't know what to expect from Zach Wilson, but we'll see. Um, I know um, he can't do he can't do worse than Baker Mayfield. Nobody so. can do worse than Baker Mayfield oh, right wow. now. Nobody. <laughs> so, and that man got a high ankle sprain too, so he's out of there. Bro, Baker Mayfield sucks. Bro, Russell, I, we 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 called him garbage before boy, the season what? started. That boy is. I don't care what Skip Bayless got to say. Them damn eleven games don't mean nothing. He game managed and they won because of who? Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. I don't want to hear nothing from nobody. Look, that boy Baker Mayfield is like an aluminum trash can in New York at an Italian restaurant when you pull that bag out and it's covered in nothing but juice and cat piss. Wow. I was going to say he was the rest at the bottom of the dumpster, but okay. 
<laughs> That'll work too. That's just how much I think he's trash. But I don't um, even think Baker Mayfield is a decent backup. So no, but eventually you will have um, Sam Darnold will be back. Um, I'm curious to see what's going to happen next year with them with Matt Corral, the rookie they did draft out of Ole Miss. He looked good in the preseason prior to him getting hurt, so I wonder. Of course, now with Matt Rule being gone and the rumors are already circulating that they are trying to essentially have a fire sale. Yep. And the biggest rumor I heard is that they have talked about Christian McCaffrey potentially going to the Bills. I saw that. I've um, also heard that Robbie Anderson is being looked at by a couple teams as well. But Do you I've, have Christian McCaffrey in our league? No, Praise I did not God. draft Christian McCaffrey at all. Praise God. But what I am going to say is the biggest thing I saw with all of the Carolina business is that the rumored coach that they are going to target is Sean Payton. Everybody if, that needs a new head coach should target Sean Payton. If Sean Payton decides to coach the Panthers, he would be coaching against the Saints twice a year, and he would be the one to take an offense like that because that offense isn't bad. No. There actually are some really good skill players. Somebody, you got a guy like DJ Moore, six foot four, 230 plus. You got a guy like Robbie Anderson who could take the top off. Christian you, McCaffrey. You have Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> like, you know? You've still got Chuba Hubbard as a backup. You've still got Tommy Trimble. You've still got Chuba um, Hubbard is very freaking good. I by can't the way. remember the other tight end, the starting tight end right now, but they have enough weapons to be viable. Yeah, they just have Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Because my thing is, if I'm if I'm Sean Payton and the Panthers come after me, like you cannot trade Christian McCaffrey if I'm going to come coach your team. No, n- never. You can't trade ever. him, you can, but you will get rid of Baker Mayfield. You will cut that motherfucker for all I care. Let me ask you this then, because this was the big thing with Jerry Jones wanting him to coach the Cowboys. Do the Cowboys fire the head coach if Sean Payton wants to coach the Cowboys? No, because you have a better you have a better head coach than Mike McCarthy on his own fucking staff, his defensive coordinator. Are you sure Sean Payton is better than Mike McCarthy? I didn't say that. I said on his own staff, he has a coach better than him. Okay, fine. But if you're asking me, yeah, I mean, I would. What has Mike McCarthy proven to you? Oh, Cooper Rush been winning games. Ooh, they haven't been tested yet. Let's see what happens Sunday against the Eagles. That's a hell of a game. You've got 5-0 five and, five and oh versus 4-1. and one. The NFC East, hey man, shout out to y'all with three teams being fucking four and one. Hey, you know what? We 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 kind of called this in uh because we both said like, yo, the NFC East won't be the worst division anymore because no. we both thought the Cowboys were going to win and we both thought the Eagles were going to win. We just knew Gr- the Commanders were going to be trash. Granted, we didn't know the Giants were going to be four and one. We didn't think the Giants were going to beat fucking yeah. I, I, the I had the Giants Packers going in like uh, eight and nine or something. You know what I'm saying? I didn't I didn't think that like Saquon coming back, but I just don't. But man, um, shout out to Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes, Danny Dimes is playing. He is playing for a job. Yeah. Whether it's with the Giants or not, he's playing for a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we'll get into our um. Come actually, on, OBJ, we, we need you back, bro. We need you back. You know, while we edit, let's go ahead and get our let's go ahead and get our primetime picks covered because we let's have a it. lot. We have a lot of NBA content to get into today, yeah. and I really don't want to have to go back and forth between NBA and NFL like that because this. I ain't gonna lie to you, ladies and gentlemen. This NBA shit we got today, fire and some flat out disrespect. Cool. Let's get it. What you got? All right. First and foremost, we have the absolute, arguably the worst fucking Thursday night game all season long. Tomorrow, the Commanders versus the Bears. That that is easily the worst. I think it's somehow gonna be worse than last week. And that that says a lot. That says a lot because last year's game was not good. Um, okay. I just, I mean, I guess if anything, this is where Carson Wentz will ball out in garbage time type of shit. I don't know what you expect from Justin Fields. Justin Fields, 
He showed flashes. He threw a damn good ball to Darnell Mooney last week. I got to give him his props. Like they, but they need to just, they need to unleash this man. Like, let him throw the ball. Like, he should be throwing the ball at least 22 to 24 times a game. My opinion, personally. Because he's, he's too much of a talent. You, there's plenty of just, film out there from Ohio State to tell you what kind of fucking quarterback he yeah, is. Yeah, well, just, Justin Fields is starting to fall into that Ohio State thing where coaches coach you one way. And yeah. it, it's really annoying. Justin Fields can actually throw the damn football. Justin Fields is very freaking talented. Give Justin Fields RPOs, let yeah. him use his legs, and let him throw the fucking ball downfield. Yeah. This is why I believe, personally, I believe that Justin Fields needs a West Coast offensive Yes, he does. Coach. Because get him outside the pocket, get him on the move with those type of receivers and those kind of running backs who can catch the ball out of the backfield. And this offense can be a top 15 offense in this league. Can I ask you a question real quick? Sure. Where's Chip Kelly? Uh, UCLA. Sucks for Justin Fields. Chip Kelly would know how to use Justin Fields. Yeah, but Chip Kelly's offense got stale real fast, too, it, with the Eagles. It, 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 it might have. Now, it did bring some exciting-ass games. Now, yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. It, but. it might have. It, it might have gotten stale. But Justin Fields is the guy that could have brought that offense back to life. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. He could He could have. Um, Who are you taking in this game? You know I love my OSU brother, though, man. That, yeah, I, um, uh. <laughs> You know what? Yeah, give. give mm. Who's playing quarterback for the uh, Commanders? Walk it to him, toss it to him, bounce it to him, wince. And I'm a bounce with the Bears. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna take the Bears by a game-winning interception off of Carson Wentz. I fucks with it. All right, let's take a look at the Sunday night game. Boy, this got the makings of being the second highest scoring game of the weekend because I think the Bills and the Chiefs will be the highest scoring game, but we'll talk about that on Bruising Cues this weekend. Yeah. So you have got the 4-1 and one Dallas Cowboys with the homie Cooper Rushem one time versus Jalen Hurts and these bad motherfucking Eagles. Okay, so real quick, um, this is the highest record that these two have combined since they met each other in week six or later. Yeah. Um, There's a lot. There, there, there's, there's a lot in this game. There's a lot to digest in this game because I don't know how good uh, Jalen Hurts is going to do against Micah Parsons in the defense. I'm actually anxious to see how fast Jalen Hurts is compared to Micah Parsons. As yeah. Like, now, we saw some of it last year, but the way that Jalen Hurts is playing this year, and he has much better – he has upgraded weapons. Yeah. So now if he is on the run and all of a sudden you got an A.J. Brown going down the field or you've got a fucking Devontae Smith on a deep drag or even – Fucking um, how oh, I drew a blank. The running back Miles Sanders on a dump off. If, if I would let Micah Parsons in the backfield, if I got those guys to dump the ball off too, because Diggs is probably going to be on AJ Brown, but Diggs is a Diggs is at a disadvantage. AJ Brown is a lot bigger, a lot stronger, and I don't think Diggs can fuck with him on a jump ball. And a lot better at his position. Hell, than Diggs I don't. Is. I think he would struggle against Devonte Smith because I think Smith is faster. I'm, you know me. You you know how I go. Yeah. I'm not a believer in Diggs. He gave up the most yards Without for a cornerback last year. I know he had 11 interceptions, but the real and true shutdown corners don't get the ball thrown to him. That's the reason why he broke the record. Deion Sanders ain't break the record because nobody was trying Deion Sanders. Champ Bailey ain't break the record because nobody was trying Champ Bailey. Nobody was trying Darrell Revis. 
the true shutdown corners nobody was trying. And I'm still going with the East Side man himself from Channel View. One hundo. I'm taking the Eagles in this game, too. I am taking the Eagles. I am going to take the Eagles by two touchdowns. I think we have Cooper Rush's worst game of his current starting career. Cooper Rush is going to suffer the first L because the Eagles defense, for, for those of you that don't know, are number one in takeaways. They are number one in takeaways. The Cowboys are tied for second, but the but it's a big gap. It's nine to five. It's a big gap. The Eagles defense generates turnovers and takeaways, and that is going to be the difference. I know Micah Parsons plays on the Cowboys side. But yeah, but Micah the Cowboys, Parsons... Cowboys have too many holes on their offensive line. Exactly. And I think that pass rush for the Eagles. Now, this is going to be interesting to see Jason Peters if he plays. The former Eagle who now plays yeah, for the Cowboys. Yeah, he'll be hype. Well, he's been he was injured last game. Yeah, no, so, so I don't they, even know if he'll play. But no, they 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 said he's uh he's good to go. I seen that earlier before we got on here. Okay. So they say he's good to go and he should be playing. Um, is he a hundred percent or not? I don't know, but I know he's playing. Can so. you be a hundred percent at thirty nine years old? Probably not. Not. I don't a, know. I've never I been thirty nine. So, <laughs> but I yeah. know one thing. At 32, I haven't been 100% in like three years, so I doubt it. Hey, at 33, I'm feeling, I'm feeling pretty damn good. But <laughs> All right, Monday Night Football, we have an exciting AFC West matchup between the Broncos and the Chargers. I don't know if that's as exciting as it was before the season started, but okay. Hey, um, I got to try to, you know, even though Russ had, a, had some surgery done on his throwing shoulder, he still plans on playing. Justin Herbert is starting to find himself. Um, we still don't know if Keenan Allen is going to play or not. These hamstring injuries are fickle at best. Um, it's pissing me off because I have him on my fantasy team. Not to mention that uh, Mike Williams is a little banged up as well, so this could be a Austin Eckler show. Thank you that I have Austin Eckler on two teams. Lucky bastard. Um, and um, I am playing against Justin Herbert, which is weird because I've I haven't been like all my other leagues, but I'm like now I got I'm playing against uh Juan this weekend. Okay. But. He, I'm, I'm, that's that's why I lost to him week one because he had his best game. But now, Damian Pierce is out on a bye week, so he's got like Brees Hall. He's got Justin. Herbert. He's got a, still got a pretty solid team. So we'll see. I, I'm I'm a, a, I'm not a believer in the Broncos anymore. Um, okay. As much as much as I love, <laughs> I seen a post today. Y'all don't take this the wrong way, but I seen a post today where it was like Future saying I'm still banging Sierra and Russell Wilson ain't never played the same. It really made me laugh, but it's 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 you know what I'm saying it's fucked up. But um, I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take the Chargers. The Los Angeles, I'm about to say San Diego. I'm gonna take the uh Los Angeles Chargers. I just I'm in the same boat. I don't I, think I don't I don't think uh the Broncos have it figured out yet. And what is Williams still out or is he back? Out for the year. He's out. For, yeah, Williams torn, is out. Torn ACL. Yeah, P, ACL. PCL and something about, yeah, like three three ligaments done. He had a similar injury that um Oh shit, they was talking about it before. I'll I'll remember. Is it R G three? No, no, oh. another running back. Okay. Um Saquon. Saquon, yeah, Saquon. Similar to what Saquon had. So, um <clears throat> So those will be our primetime games. We don't have yeah. any special games, no London games this weekend. We do have Germany coming up, which will be the um Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Seattle Seahawks, which now all of a sudden is an extremely intriguing yeah, game. Yeah, man. Because shout out to Geno Smith for playing his ass off. At I love the me ripe, some Geno, man. At the ripe old age of 32, 
having a fucking renaissance. I love G. I, I love Gino from from way back when. Man. I like Gino, bro. I do. It, it, it's very it's very nice to see him balling out. I love Gino for sure, one hundred percent. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time. We have got to talk about this list that we came across. We're finally getting into the NBA talk. So, yeah. came across this list on Facebook. Somebody essentially redid the top 75, essentially. And um, I saw it, and I was like, hmm, this is interesting. It is. So, I sent it to DJ Michael B, and I said, hey, we absolutely 100% have got to talk about this on the pod. So, I am going to read off the top 15, just so everybody is aware of how this list goes. Number Beautiful. one, you have Michael Jordan. Number two, you have LeBron James. Number three, you have Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Number no four, surprise there. <laughs> you have Magic Johnson. Number five, you have Wilt Chamberlain. Number six, you have Bill Russell. Number seven, Larry Bird. Number eight, Tim Duncan. Number nine, Oscar Robinson. Number 10, Kobe Bryant. Number 11, Shaquille O'Neal. Number 12, Kevin Durant. That is the second current active player on this list. Yep. Number 13, Akeem Olajuwon. Number 14, Julius Irving. And number 15, Moses Malone. And Beautiful. For honorary mention, number 16 is Steph Curry. We'll get into the rest of this list here in a minute. But looking at that top 15. Where should we start? <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not opposed to the top five as far as the players. The order, just a bit. Okay. Only because... I'm glad that they finally did put Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Like, I feel like Kareem should be there. Oh, Kareem is the third greatest player to me ever. I don't care what nobody yeah. got to say. I personally, I would switch Magic and Wilt. Okay. That's just me. Well, Wilt like, owns the record book, so I see that. Yeah, like, you know, now granted, absolutely, I love Magic Johnson. I actually developed my floater from him when I played middle school basketball. I used his Showtime Lakers floater. That was one of my favorite go-to shots. Me and my teammate, Charlotte Clark. Shout out to the homie C. Clark. We both used that damn floater. My boy, like C.C., what's up, bro? <laughs> Before the floater became a normal basketball shot, we was using Shout that in middle Tony school. Shout out to Tony Parker for making it normal. Absolutely. So that's my really only change with that. Um, when you start talking about numbers 6 through 12, or really 6 through 15, I don't entirely disagree with it. I would put Akeem over Kevin Durant. Thank God. That's like I actually I would put it. I definitely would. I actually think I would actually also put. Yeah, yeah, I would do that. The Kobe and Oscar Robinson one's interesting. That one can go either way. Personally, um, the same can be said about Oscar and Tim. That could also be flipped. I think um, one, two, three, four, and five are absolutely correct. I do think the players are correct. The yes, players are 100, correct. One hundred percent. I also believe. <clears throat> I wouldn't have been up like, and I have no problem with Bill Russell being number six. I haven't. No, no. And and this is the crazy part. Just two weeks ago, all the players that are here on this list in numbers one through eight, I said, are better than Kobe Bryant. And people were saying, you because at first I said, well, Kobe Bryant seven. But then when I started to break it down, I said, well, shit, maybe Kobe Bryant's ninth. And Oscar Robinson didn't even come in my head. So I don't I don't necessarily have a problem with Oscar Robinson being ranked over Kobe. But I mean it could either it can go either way for me with either one of them. 
I also don't have I don't have a problem with Kobe being number ten. I do think Kobe is top ten. I'm not gonna like. Yeah, yeah, Kobe's like, in my top ten. Like, for sure. Yeah, like I'm not even like. Yeah. You know, I do think. I'm gonna say this. I do believe if somehow, some way, I do believe if Steph wins another ring, Steph might have an argument to be in the top ten. But I also believe, um, even though Oscar Robinson is in the top ten, I do believe that Shaq and Hakeem should be ranked over Oscar Robinson. Okay. Um, I was thinking about that earlier. Yeah, on. just that, uh, Oscar Robinson is really good and he's really great. But um, one ring, no MVPs. Uh yeah no you don't have you have like I think two all NBA all NBA teams that's that's not that's not cutting it I I understand the triple double in one season this and that but if all it took was a triple double Russell West would be in the top five all time I also so, I personally would I would me I would move Julius Irving over Kevin Durant I would move Julius I don't Irving I don't, Kevin I don't think too. I don't think Julius Irving is being respected on this list very well because Julius Irving. First of all, Julius Irving and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar have had some fucking battles. Yeah. Like, let's not forget when the Showtime Lakers was doing their thing, they did have to beat Julius Irving and, and company. And that's why I have no like, that's why I have no problem with Larry Bird being so high. In a stretch where Dr. J was dominant, Magic Johnson was dominant, Kareem was dominant, Larry Bird won three straight NBA MVPs. And all this shit that everybody talk, what LeBron is doing has never been done before. You better go pull Larry Bird stats for that three-year peak. Larry Bird has probably the best three-year peak ever mm-hmm. for any player in the NBA. For real. It's dumb. It was like $29.99. It, it, it's stupid. How so, do you feel about 17-18 as far as Dirk and Giannis? I think Dirk and Giannis are, the, like, are cool. I think, I think there's an argument for either order, whether you have Giannis above him or, or Dirk above him. I, I, I'll say this. I think uh, for right now, because Giannis is still – you know what I'm saying? In, in the middle of his prime. Yeah, yeah. I think it's right for right now, but before it's said and done, Giannis, might, Giannis is going to be ranked higher than Steph Curry before it's said and done. And Moses Malone. And I love Moses Malone is the most underrated player in NBA history besides the one who is not. I don't think I saw him on this list anyway, and wow. I'm going to get to that in a little bit. So I understand what you're saying. My other hot take is I personally think I would all, I would, I think I would move Steph Curry above Kevin Durant as well. Steph Curry should be, bruh. Because Steph what Curry has, should be above Kevin Durant. What has Kevin Durant done without Curry that Curry has done without Kevin Durant? He won an MVP. He won Nothing. a title. He won a title without Kevin Durant. And twice. he won a finals MVP. And he won a finals MVP. And he won a regular MVP. A unanimous at that. Yeah. So, like, I understand. There the real be, question like, is, what has Kevin Durant done since he's left Golden State? Damn, comparing him to Steph Curry. What has Nothing. he done since he left Golden State? Nothing. Nothing. Except get swept by the Boston Celtics. Steph yeah, Curry. I said it. Steph Curry would never. Just, I'm sorry, Kevin. I love you as a player. Um, I think you're uber talented, but talent doesn't mean better, bro. And that, that's a fact. So, I mean, um, yeah. Let's look at the – so let's look at – also, they also have Jerry West at 19. Not entirely discrediting that yet until I, well, I mean, dig a little further into this list. Um, looking at 20 through 40, um, highlighting that they have Elgin Baylor at 20, uh, Charles Barkley at 22. They have Kevin Garnett slightly over him by one. Carl Malone and John Stockton ranked next to each other. David Robinson after those two. I think David Robinson should be ranked, should be ranked over Carl Malone. 
I'm okay with not that. Not gonna lie to you. Um, he should. I also think Isaiah Thomas should be higher on this list. They have him at 27. Isaiah Thomas I would should move, definitely be ranked higher than John Havlicek. I, I would. I would make the argument that Isaiah Thomas should be in the top 20. I'd probably move him over Elgin Baylor. I probably. I'm okay with taking the heat for that. Here's my thing. Here, how the hell did Georgia Mike can get ranked higher than Chris Paul? I don't care what, the, bro. You 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 at least I get it. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to discredit the plays of the past. No, you don't. But but come on, bro. Just like I don't think come he should on. be ranked higher than Dwayne Wade, but you know. Come on, dog. Dwayne I, Wade is ranked number 30. I actually I actually disagree with Chris Paul being over D Wade. I'm gonna be I, I just I just do. Um one has finished top five in MVP voting. At least I think it was like eight times, and one has finished top five, and then people voted maybe twice, which is. I. You know, you know what I will say though, something that I did like, and you know I had to bring it up. Chris Paul. Allen Iverson were both ranked over Steve Nash, which gave me freaking closure because Steve Nash won back to back MVPs, Absolutely. and we all knew that was bullshit. I'm not taking nothing away from Steve Nash, but come on, bro. Steve Nash ain't deserved that damn MVP award over yeah, the like, second time. I, I could see the argument where I would move Dwayne Wade right underneath David Robinson. The fact that the fact that Dwayne Wade is top thirty, and I think he's better than Jerry West, and I also nobody I don't care what nobody says. I also think he's better than Steph Curry. Um, I also think Dwayne Wade is better than Chris Paul, George Mikan, Isaiah Thomas, John Havlicek, John Stockton. Um, Dwayne Wade should be up more Right around where Kevin Garnett is Where Kevin Garnett well, Yeah right there with, with Kevin Garnett and Charles Barkley I do absolutely And Dwayne so Wade is the third Probably what 24 Because you'd have David Robinson at 23 Yeah 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 for sure Yeah Yeah And and and, and I'm, I might even have Dwayne Wade over David Robinson Yeah I'm not going to lie to like, you And I wouldn't I wouldn't yeah. That particular one I wouldn't I wouldn't argue either way Yeah Because those are both extremely solid players I do um, believe, though, Chris Paul should be over Allen Iverson, even though Chris Paul has an MVP. I mean, I mean, even though Allen Iverson has an MVP, just for the simple fact that Allen Iverson's uh, lore is based on the crossover. You know, I mean, obviously Allen Iverson was a great freaking player, but I do believe that as a point guard, Chris Paul was better. As a pure scorer, obviously Allen Iverson was better, but his his percentage over time makes him look like a volume score, which we all know that's bullshit. Yeah. He was five for um, ten, but yeah. They have Kawhi Leonard at thirty three. Which um, I oh, and I'm a Kawhi Leonard fan. I think that's a little high for Kawhi Leonard. I, right I agree. Now. Um, I don't have a problem with Scottie Pippen being thirty two. How about this? They finally got something right on this list. Let me tell y'all something. There's a player on this list who was not ranked in the original top fifty NBA players of all time for the fiftieth anniversary, but he's in the thirties. You know who that is? The guy I have been telling y'all forever and a day, he is better than Reggie Miller ever was. And you already know how I feel. Y'all know how I feel about Reggie Miller. Dominique Wilkins is ranked in the 30s. Somebody know what they're doing because he was way better than Reggie Miller ever was. Dominique Wilkins always got to the second round every year. He just unfortunately ran into Jordan and better teams. His second best player all the way through the 80s and early 90s was Spud Webb. Yeah, like... And he was always in the second round. He was always battling. He pushed the Bulls to a game seven, um, even when Jordan had Pippen. I mean, bruh. And people really have the audacity to tell me that Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller only made three all-star games. Fuck out of here. Would you move Patrick Ewing, Walt Frazier, 
Jason Kidd, Bill Walton, or Bob McAdoo over Steve Nash? I would move. Mm. Well, that's a good question. Um, Jason Kidd is on. Yes. Yeah, Jason Kidd is. Hell three. yes. I would move Jason Kidd over. Jason Kidd took his team to two NBA finals. I would also move. I would move Walt Frazier. I would move well. Walt Frazier too. Yeah. I, I would Actually, move I'll probably move Bill Walton as well. Now that I'm really thinking about it. I would probably move Patrick Ewing. Like um, that one, see, and I'm I'm not opposed to that one either. Um, Gary Payton, I'm cool with it. I'm cool. I'm, I think Gary Payton, where he is, is pretty accurate. I think the Ray Allen Jerry Lucas one is interesting. I think you can argue for both, as far as where they where they're positioned. Hell, I think Ray Allen and Jerry Lucas should be ranked over Bob McAdoo. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm with that. I'm just saying, as far as those two yeah. players being beside each other like that. Oh, they got James Harden in front of Reggie Miller. That is a beautiful thing. I have no problem with that. Um, None. Now the now where we get a little bit more intriguing is you've got George Gervin over Clyde Drexler. You got a lot of people over Clyde Drexler, which blows my freaking mind when Clyde Drexler. Yeah. Got to three NBA Finals as the best player on the Portland Trailblazers. He just lost to Jordan, and now and he lost to the he lost to uh, the Pistons. And it was three straight times. I think it was three straight times. I think I would move. I would. I would probably move Clyde Drexler from fifty three to forty one. Yes, I'd I move him over all those players I, I, to include I, I, James Harden. Uh, I think yeah, just just depending yeah, Clyde Drexler. Let me see if he's. Let me see if I take him over anybody in front um, of. You know what? Uh, I may even move him over Patrick Ewing and Kevin McHale. I may suit him right underneath Rick Barry. I think I think Clyde Drexler is like top 37, 38. He's in that category. You um, put him over Steve Nash? Hell, what? I was just fucking with you. I knew that. I knew the answer to that question. I just wanted, <laughs> I just wanted to hear what you had to say. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bro, Steve Nash is the most overrated MVP in NBA history. Oh. What about uh, what about Mr. Pete? What about Mr. Pete Maravich over there at 54? I believe Pistol Pete belongs on this list. Yes. I just, it, again, it's one of those things where it's hard to rank the older players knowing that they're not necessarily more skilled and better than players now. So at that point, you're essentially ranking their career, and I think Pistol Pete only won one championship. Something like that. Granted, Clyde Drexler only won one championship, but he made it to four NBA Finals. So. James Worthy at 56? You know how much I love James Worthy, so I don't even... Elvin Hayes at 58. It's another rocket. Um, Nate Archibald at 59. I think, I, I think uh, with the people in front of... I'm just not a Reggie Miller fan. I think James Worthy's better than Reggie Miller. I'm not going to lie to you, so but... Here for me is where things get interesting. It's literally, it's 61 to 75. I think it's 60 to get not... interesting because... I don't think Sam Jones is as good as everybody thinks he is, but okay. I don't think you I don't think Russell is better than Carmelo Anthony either. Whoa. They have Russell over Carmelo by one spot. I would make the argument. I would now I wouldn't put Carmelo over Dennis Robin because Dennis Robin did do a lot of things that are not in the stat book. I think Dennis Robin is a little too low. I do too, but like I said, I would so I would move him and Carmelo up. I probably would move actually to be honest, I would move Carmelo over Paul Pierce. You goddamn right! I move Carmelo. I would over Paul also, Pierce. I would also move Dennis Rodman over Paul Pierce. I would move Dennis Rodman over Paul. And no, no slights of Paul Pierce. No, not I, at I, all. I love Paul Pierce and everything, but Carmelo is the best. And listen, people, please don't take this out of context. Carmelo is the best player I've ever seen, or best scorer I've ever seen out of the triple threat, ever. I've yeah. never seen since college. And, yeah, 
I've never seen anybody out of the triple threat better than Carmelo Anthony. Ever. Nobody. You couldn't stop him. He took the, the, the Nuggets. The Nuggets were out of the play. This is the reason why I still believe Carmelo should have won rookie of the year. Carmelo took the Nuggets, a very, very low winning team, just like the Cavaliers, and they went all the way up to 43 and 40. Uh, 40? Something uh, like that, th- yeah. 43 and 30 uh, and 29. Or whatever. And, uh, 30, 39. His rookie year. And they got to the playoffs with him as their best player as a rookie. Like, that should tell you, you know, Carmelo is a freaking monster. And can't nobody say, ain't nobody was better out of triple than Carmelo. I, I also think. I have another hot take. Okay. I would move Damian Lillard over Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis's health is the biggest reason why. I would move Damian Lillard. I'd move him behind Carmelo. I'd move Damian Lillard over Paul Pierce. I'd do that too. Yeah. I'd move I mean he'd be over Russ for sure. He's definitely over Russ. I have no I have no problem with Russ making this list. No, I don't either. Yeah. I I have zero problem with it. I but I also don't think he's I I think I just I don't know. Damian Lillard was the best player on the team. That went to Game Seven, beat the Denver Nuggets, and then went to the Western Conference Finals versus Golden State. Obviously, they lost to Golden State, but Damian Lillard came in as a rookie, and they went to the playoffs. The next year, they went to the playoffs. The next year, they got rid of Lamarcus Aldridge, and they was like, "The Portland Trailblazers are going to suck," and and they went straight to the playoffs again and overachieved because of Damian Lillard. Dame time was born. Yes. Y'all know same, what time it is when I hit my wrist. The so, same way the Wade County was built. So shall we get to I, 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 that? That's pretty much all I want to talk yeah, about on this. Let's list. get to um, this. Let's get to this controversy that pissed me off when I seen it. Ooh. So DJ Michael B is in a whole bunch of these like um, NBA style groups and whatnot. I am. And somebody had the fucking gall to say the Paul George pandemic P, not playoff P. Is better than Dwayne Wade. It don't matter. First and foremost, they play two different positions. Like, let's start with that. One plays small forward slash power forward. The other one plays point guard slash shooting guard. What kind of wrist pour was that? That was a did it. Get him in a, a daycare shot. <laughs> but um, I saw that when he posted it in our um in our group chat, and I was like. What kind of fucking opiates is my man on? My man must have had a shot of fentanyl before he posted this. But for context, let's play this game. Let's go ahead and do this. So, Paul George started his career in 2010. Now currently 2021 um, with the Clippers playing with Kawhi Leonard. 737 total games played for his career. It's a nice Averaged 20.4 points per game. Not bad. He is averaged... His field goal percentage, 43.5. His three-point percentage, 38.3, sorry, 38.2. Uh, he averaged 6.4 rebounds, 3.6 assists, 1.7 steals, and 0.4 blocks. That right there alone, the blocks, you know what time it is, dog. <laughs> like, and not, like, don't get me wrong, those aren't those numbers aren't bad. They're not. But um listen, bro. People might not want to hear this because they they they're not um, hip to two thousands basketball, but um, let's be serious here. Nobody also, at this panel right now would take 
Paul George over Tracy McGrady. Also, by the way, Paul George for his career has scored 15,029 points. Anyway, let's get to my man D-Dub 3. Hey! In 1,054 games, averaging 33.9 minutes per game, averaging for his career 22 points a game. Yeah! 48% from the fucking field. Five five percent points higher than Paul George. Twenty nine point three from three, but we already know when he got hot from three, he got, he hot, got from hot from three. three yeah. He actually averaged five point four fucking rebounds. No, At, excuse me, four point seven. Five point four on the assists. So four point seven on the rebounds is yeah. still a lot. Five point four assists, one and a half steals. Here we go. And point eight blocks. There we go for a shooting guard. Now you know it'd be crazy because Paul George has been in the league eleven years. I bet if you were to take D Wade's first eleven years. And compared to Paul George's first eleven years, this the no, I mean the numbers aren't close now, but you would see a big discrepancy in the first eleven years, because D Wade played four maybe four years past his prime because he played the last year so in Miami. If you then, go eleven years, that's two thousand thirteen. I believe that was the last year of the Heatles. Yep, he played fifty four games that year. Uh, he was shooting fifty four point five percent from the fucking field, twenty eight point one from three, four point. Five fucking rebounds, four point seven assists, one and a one point five steals in a half a block, averaging thirty two minutes a game. The only thing that was down in that particular year in two thousand thirteen was scoring. He was at nineteen points a game. Yeah, but he was hurt that year too. Yeah, it was he only played fifty four games. Yeah, because he damn sure followed that up with a nice twenty fourteen campaign, playing sixty two games. But that's all right though, because they also won a championship that year against the Spurs in thirteen. So, listen, and he showed up big. Dwayne Wade's lowest field goal percentage for his career was actually 2017, and that was a 40.9. He followed up in 2018, shooting 43.3% from the fucking field. Paul George, basic average. Okay. He also had his best three-point percentage in 2018 at 33%. Hmm. Four rebounds, 4.2 assists, 0.8 steals, and a half a block. His best seasons still to this day are 2009, 2010. 8, 9, 10, 11, because he averaged 1.3 blocks, 1.1 blocks, 1.1 blocks, 1.3 blocks. He averaged 30 points, 30 points, 31, 28, and 26. I don't want to hear nothing from nobody else, dog. So get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. <laughs> hey, man, come on, dog. I ain't done. I got one more thing I want to look at. Just, just to put a little icing on the cake. I Dwayne Wade's all-time points. 23,165. Do you think Paul George will pass that? I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm just I'm asking like a legit question. I think I, I, 15, I, I, 15029, let's... Well, let's play the math. Well, 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 I think Paul George can pass it. Um... Just because uh, his health is a little bit better, but that's a that's kind of a longevity thing, you know. what I'm saying like, will he pass it in the same amount of time, Dwayne? Wait, no. Eight, if you if eight, you give him eight thousand one hundred and thirty six points for him to score, right? That's what I'm saying. Now, mind so, you, Paul George is also thirty two years old. That's what I'm saying. So if you if you adjust right now, be like, okay, Paul George needs X amount of points per game for the next couple of. Days. Could he surpass the same amount that? And that's one of the things you know. That's one of the things I look like. Could he surpass the same amount that Dwayne Wade did in the same amount of time? Hell no. 
Because he passed Dwayne Wade all the time. Yeah, that's one of the knocks I have when I say, hey, I think I still think Jordan is the greatest. People are like, well, LeBron passed him up. Yes, but it took him three years longer. And that was when Michael Jordan being out of the league for one year yeah. because he was injured. And he only played like 18 games the second or third year. So that's that's a big thing for me as well. So the longevity thing, yes, I think. But Paul George is out of the league a year or two because, you know, he's new or whatever. But do I think he could pass Dwayne Wade? Yes. Can he do it in the same time Dwayne Wade did? Maybe. But if we adjust for pace, I guarantee he won't. Matter if we don't even got to because Dwayne Wade was out for a year or two. Yeah. So, no, we don't have to because so, they, bo- they both missed a year. So, cause yeah. Because curr- currently D-Wade is number 32 all-time on the scoring list. So, let, let, let's play it like this, okay? I wanted to do this too. All right. A lot of people look at Tracy McGrady as a shooting gun. I always look at Tracy McGrady as a small four. Would you take Paul George over Tracy McGrady? No. Would you take him over Elgin Baylor? No. Would you take him over Paul Pierce? No. No, I think the Paul Pierce had a much better clutch factor. And I'm not going to knock Paul Pierce for his clutch factor. I got to give him his props. I will give him his props where props are due because prime Paul Pierce was a bad motherfucker. Like, I'm not going to discredit that man now. Big facts. So, no, I would not take take Paul George over Paul Pierce. So, let's just take Elgin Bell out of the equation. So, you got T-Mac and Paul Pierce and Small Ford, who neither believe, who most people don't believe, our top five small small fours of all time. Cause you wouldn't take you definitely wouldn't take that man uh Paul George over LeBron and you wouldn't take him over Kevin Durant. So I can name you right now. LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Tracy McGrady, Paul Pierce. All who have played in the past twenty years, then we will sit here and all say Paul George isn't better than. But you can't sit here and say Outside of Jordan and Kobe, you wouldn't take D-Wade next. No. Game over. Absolutely. That's the end of that conversation right there. Absolutely. I'm with that. Oh, 100%. by the way, just just to, just for fun, I wouldn't take Paul George over Dominic Wilkins either. Facts. So there you go. Sure wouldn't. All right. That was fantastic. Not going to lie to you. That was exciting because I was looking forward to that. I was looking forward to that. I was one. looking forward to that, that NBA talk. Oh, um, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me get this one with you because I know, I know you got some shit to say on this one here. Talk to me. So, as you already said, I'm in a couple of groups. I, I want you to chime in on this too, Will. If they can barely, I, I can move the mic your way or whatever. So, today in a group on Facebook, I also saw that, hey, Kevin Durant is a better scorer than Kobe Bryant. I said, okay. You know, me being who I am, I saw Kobe in his prime. I saw Kobe when he started. I saw Kobe at the end. Okay, no problem. If you think Kevin Durant is better than Kobe Bryant, let's sit back and talk about this. Do you think Kevin Durant is a better scorer than Kobe Bryant? No. Do you think Kevin Durant is a better scorer than Kobe Bryant? What do y'all think I think? No. And that's absolutely right. It's a hell no. Not even a no. It's a hell no. I don't think Kevin Durant is a better scorer than Michael Jordan. Number one, Kobe was still able to carry bad Lakers teams with less talent and still make deep playoff runs and not get swept. Good, big facts. So, and Kobe, and and Kobe, oh my God. Anyway, so on a torn Achilles, Kobe made two free throws. Kevin Durant hurt his knee and was out forever. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. So, 
Let's dive into some deeper numbers here just because, you know, somebody said a couple of things that really pissed me off thinking that they, when they say, hey, uh, now is Kevin Durant more of a natural scorer? Maybe. Sure. Is he, is he more natural talented? Maybe. But I'll tell you one thing, he's not. He's not more athletic and he's not better on defense. I would make the I would even I would actually fight the argument about being more about being more athletic and naturally gifted because Kobe was a dog. Kobe was a Mind dog. Mind you, Kobe came into the league from high school. Durant fact, came in from college. One year in college. Young young Kobe was still a dog. So I actually disagree with the fact that you would say that that Kevin Durant is more of a natural because I don't think that's the case. I, I, I said maybe. I said maybe. I I would be willing to bet if Kevin Durant also came out of high school like Kobe did, he would not have developed the way that he did. Hell no. So, no. So I, here, I think Kobe is naturally more talented than so, Kevin Durant. So okay, Maybe I should say more naturally gifted with the height-wise and the dribble. Sure. Because, you because he's say saying he could dribble. Okay, yeah. if you want to say genetics, I'll give you yeah, the genetics yeah. argument. So, but as far as raw talent, so, nah, fam. So, 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 so let's start this thing off to shut down this whole score of shit because Kevin Durant's not a better scorer than Kobe, and he's not a better scorer than Michael Jordan. Either one of y'all could tell me Kevin Durant's game high in points? 52? 55. Okay, I was off. Either one of y'all could tell me Kobe Bryant's game high in points? 81. Bang. Either one of y'all could tell me how many scoring championships Kobe won? Four. No, he didn't. I said Kevin Durant or Kobe, my bad. You said Kobe. No, he didn't. Oh. No, Kobe won one. Okay. Kevin Durant won how many? Okay, he, he he won four. Okay, so that's cool. But here we go. Let's let's let let's do some 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 searching here. Two of Kevin Durant's uh points per game where he won scoring championship. One was twenty seven point seven, and one was twenty eight even. What? Yes, exactly. So here we go. How did a guy score only 27 points a game and get a scoring 27.7. Who the fuck was number two that year? Exactly. I think it was. It, was, it had to be LeBron. It was LeBron. I think it was LeBron. What was LeBron? Think, was that LeBron's 26-4 year? I, I, I think that's 26-4, 26-5, something okay. like that. So. Here oh, we, that was the year Steph was out for the year. So here we go. I think. No, was, his, 20, his 27 year was like. Uh, well, I guess Steph was, but Steph wasn't. Was that one of Steph's bad ankle years? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah, because I think that was like 2011 or 2012. Yeah, yeah. So, here we go. Kevin Durant won with a 27.7 scoring average. In Kobe's career, he scored that four time over. He scored over that four times without winning a scoring championship. Mm. We could shut that shit up. The next one was 28 even. Two times in Kobe's career, Kobe scored more than that without winning a scoring championship. Isn't one of Kobe's career years like over 30-something points a game? I'm about to like get there, 35, too. 35, 34, 35? I'm, I'm, I'm about to get there, too. The highest year Kevin Durant had in points per game was 30.2 or 30.1. I can't remember which one it was. Kobe that, Bryant's yeah. high was 36.2. Five. Oh, that's right, because James Harden, when he got hot, had passed Kobe for a little bit. Yeah. And then, of course, came back to earth. I don't want to hear it from nobody that Kevin Durant is a better scorer than Kobe Bryant. More that was, importantly— that was, the, that was the Andrew Bynum fucking Paul Gasol years. More, more, exactly. 
more more importantly, Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan are the best two scorers to ever play basketball. Easily for I me. would I can I will say they're the most lethal scorers. I'll give you lethal. If you want to play the pure scorer game, no, no I just said best best scores. Okay. I'm not saying pure scores. I mean, because I mean, obviously, if you put pure scores, you're going to put Kevin Durant like in your top five or whatever because he's just he's naturally like I'm a, putting, a pure I'm score. Putting so. LeBron in there too. Oh yeah, well yeah, like LeBron so. still might be one of the greatest finishers we have in the game. Yeah, but you know what? I'll step out on limb and say Dwayne Wade is the greatest finisher at the basket. No, no, ever. you heard me say one of. <laughs> yeah, you heard I, what I say. I, I, I still, I, I still think Dwayne Wade is the greatest finisher at the basket ever. This I man, know LeBron is so good at finishing, but his man's you name did, was Flash, bro. If you didn't see D Wade, the circus from, shots. If you didn't see D Wade from uh from 03 to, 03, to oh, 010, yeah. to, to ten, my man said oh ten to ten, bro. Go back and watch the film. Yeah, like. Dwayne Wade is the greatest finisher I've ever seen with my eyes. It was stupid. How and he was Dwayne smaller was. than most. Yeah, he was six. What is it? Six three, six four. Yeah. yeah, yeah, something like that. Jordan missed the opportunity of signing Dwayne Wade as a rookie, and Converse signed him. Yep, I, I had them. I had the black and white suede D Wades from Converse. I bought I them those at Foot Action. Converse. I had them at Foot Action. I bought them at Foot Action when most still worked there. By the way, Dwayne is the first. Dwayne Wade is the first superstar of the 2003 class to win a championship because I. Oh, we all know oh, Darko, Darko Milicic won a championship with the Pistons, but Shut he did nothing. Up. Darko Milicic so, was ir-fucking-relevant. All the Pistons had to do was draft Carmelo. That's all, right. all they had to do. And we would have we had an Eastern Conference Finals of Detroit versus Miami. So here's a question that I wanted to ask you, too. And I said I was going to ask it later on, but it's a good question. Chauncey Billis was on all the smoke. Okay. He, he said, okay. Had the Pistons drafted Carmelo Anthony and LeBron still went to Cleveland like how it was, when exactly was LeBron going to take over as the better player between him and Carmelo Anthony? Because everybody would have said Carmelo is better because Carmelo is winning and he's he's playing in conference finals and finals every year. Because mind you, after the Pistons drafted Darko Milicic, they still went to four more conference finals straight. They didn't stop going to the conference finals until after the 08 season. So think about that. When would you have said LeBron had passed Carmelo Anthony? Carmelo could have had a MVP or two. Yeah. I so, won't discredit that. Think about like when when exactly would have LeBron passed Carmelo Anthony to be better than Melo? That's a good fucking question. And it probably wouldn't have happened until he went to the Pistons. And he would have been missing a couple of MVPs from what he has now. Matter of fact, I always take one away. I think LeBron should only have three MVPs right now. I don't give a damn what anybody says. And you're going to agree with me when I tell you why. I promise you. You might agree with me, but I don't know if you're going to agree with me or not. There was, um, well, you know, some people argue LeBron should have five because he should have had the one that Derrick Rose won. I don't believe I'm so. Not, I'm, not, I'm not mad that Derrick Rose got that. De- Derrick Rose also had, like, a fiend, a phenomenal year where he was the, he was the first person to average so many he was the first person to score so many points and so many assists in the same season at once. But there was one year that stood out to me where I thought LeBron wasn't the best player or Kobe wasn't the best player in the league. You know where I'm going with this. There was a year of basketball in 2009 and 2010 where Dwayne Wade averaged over 30 points per game. 
mm-hmm. and he was the NBA scoring champion. And Dwayne Wade hit nine game winners in one year. And the most notable one was against the Chicago Bulls. Yep. When he stole the ball from John Salmons, went down the court, hit a floater. That nasty-ass floater. He hit a floater to win the game, and he jumps up on the table and says, this is his house. Dwayne Wade, 2009-2010, was undisputedly the MVP. But the media voted LeBron just because the, the Cleveland Cavaliers had a better record. And what they were saying was the Heat record was too low to win an MVP. But last time I checked recently. Didn't Jokic didn't, win one? Am I tripping or did Russell Westbrook win the MVP and he was, his team was a 6 seed without Kevin Durant? Didn't didn't Jokic win one being a five seed? He sure as hell did. Oh, okay, so, so I don't want to hear that shit. In favor of LeBron, yes. Yes. In, fa- in favor of the golden child, the king. Yes, the chosen one, yes. The self-proclaimed king and the self-proclaimed chosen one. Yes, all the above. So, if you ever have a chance to go back and look at Dwayne Wade from 2019, not only that, if you go back and look at the redeemed team, Yes, I know LeBron was on the team, and Kobe was on the team. If 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 you yeah, I watched the redeem redeem team documentary. If you get a chance to go back and look at the redeem team documentary, it was not the lineup of Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, Carmelo Anthony. Uh, was Chris Paul starting? Or was it Jason Kidd? I can't Jason remember. Jason Kidd, Jason Kidd, and Dwight Howard. It was not that lineup that won the redeem team their gold medal. It was the lineup of Darren Williams, Chris Paul. Dwayne Wade, uh, 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 Michael Red. It, it was always forgot about Michael Red. It, it was it was the bench that won, and du- and Dwayne Wade Bro. was the one when Kobe and LeBron was up because it's only five fouls internationally. When they were out the game and they sit and Dwayne Wade, LeBron said in the documentary, if Dwayne Wade is a six man off your bench, you're good. Dwayne Wade came in and shut shit down on the championship. Dwayne Wade is really the MVP of that team. The same way that Charles Barkley is the MVP of Bro. the Dream Team. Defensively, D-Wade was that dude. D-Wade shut Bro, everybody between, down. Between D-Wade and Kobe on the wings, yeah, it was the amount fair. of steals that they got, that shit was ridiculous. And this one, Darren Williams was still in his prime. And Darren Williams was a freaking yeah, cold dude, defender. Yeah, dude, what dude? Darren Williams in his prime was like, I hate that injuries derailed his career. I do too. Because yeah. that dude right there. I freaking loved it. It was a legit argument whether Darren Williams, Chris Paul, or Tony Parker was the best point guard yeah. in the NBA. It was really legit, and for the people that always discredit Tony Parker, you don't know what you're Stop talking it. about. So don't be disrespectful. I kind of really wish Tony Parker was in the top seventy-five of that list we were talking about earlier too. Who do you replace him? Who do you replace? I know you're gonna say Steve Nash. No, I'm not gonna say Steve. Okay, no, no, no. I just no, 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 no. And I, you know exactly who I'm gonna say. I don't even know why you. You know exactly who I'm gonna say. <laughs> I hey hey, you put up in a draft right now. Let me. You might you might think different, and you might think different. But let me ask you a question, both of y'all. You have the first pick in the draft, and both of these players are available. Oh, you got a choice between Tony Parker and Reggie Miller. Who the hell are you taking? Tony Parker. That's my case right there. I have nothing else to say. Womp, womp. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let us get to the shout outs. I would say local brews, but we over here sipping on something nice and dark. 
And I don't know if you gentlemen noticed, I do have a new decanter added to the collection on the top, on the middle row right there. I didn't. Um. Oh, that one there? Yeah, I yeah. I didn't notice that, but I thought it got that, uh, Nah, that's got that proper number 12 in it. Okay. I got that okay. this past weekend um, at, my, at my partner's uh, Halloween party. They had a bunch of adult prizes. So, um, actually, my 13-year-old won that prize. I got a bottle of Jack, which is where that bottle of Jack came from, and them nice new glasses, them little beer glasses right there added to the collection as well. Okay, 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 all right, okay, okay. You ain't got to flex on us. Okay, okay. Not to mention, you know, your boy was on the beer pong table. Yeah, but you were without me. I know. Yeah. I had to carry my partner. Oh, uh, well. Drew, no pun intended. But I did have to carry him, <laughs> but it's okay because we lost the first game. He made, like, one shot. Would have never happened if you he had made, me. He made, like, one shot to my six. And in the second game, I was in that thing. Yeah, I was, that's in, a fucking, I was in a fucking zone. That's the dude I was, I was playing against was talking all that hot shit. I'm like, bro, you can say whatever the fuck you want to me. It ain't going to stop me from dropping it. There's two things about me you need to know when it comes to beer pong. I am Mr. Front Cup, and I am Mr. Island. I will mm. knock them both down. And I am Mr. Clutch, because I will always knock down the redemption. Because Front Cup means two, and Island means two. Yep. And yep. I like my Kurt Cobain-style double cup. Hey, where my Houston people at? <laughs> hey, impromptu beats one time for the one time. So, ladies and gentlemen, we said it earlier in the show. Of course, the shout out goes to the birthday man himself, Mr. John Nell, turning a big three two hey, today. Hey. So, look, let me hit that applause button one time for. Me. And of course, my shout out, John L. You know you're my boy. So, shout, happy birthday to you. But my shout out is going to my godson. Today is also. His birthday. Hey, how old turning little man turning? Eight, man, turning oh, eight. Oh, man, turning that Kobe number. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I like it. I man. like it. That's good stuff right there. Yeah, uh. yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to get into some uh, some quick takes? Let's go. Because I know you got, I, know, I definitely know you got. Uh, oh, you know I got a, a Hall of Fame. Yeah, oh, yeah. I got, I got one. This one, this one either going, you either going to get this one or you're going to be upset when you don't get it. Okay, that's fine with me. So, let's go. So, so let's, go, let, 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 let's get some quick takes. Ooh, there you go. Oh, let's yo. get some quick takes in the building. I'm going to ask both of y'all this. Okay? So, here we go. Best team in the NFC East. Eagles. Both of y'all said Eagles. Best quarterback in the NFC East. Jalen Hurts. He's definitely playing the best. You thinking hard over there, Josh? It ain't fucking bouncing on the ground to him wins. <laughs> I don't think it's – right now, I don't think it's Dakota Rain Prescott either. You shouldn't think it's Dakota Ray And I also don't think it's Daniel Dimes. You shouldn't think it's Daniel Dimes either. I'm a Giants fan. Um. Okay, so he going, you going with Jalen Hurts too. Are the Buffalo Bills the team to beat? In the NFL or the in, AFC? In the NFL, period. No. Ooh. Who's the best team in the NFL? The best team in the NFL still arguably might be the Kansas City Chiefs. They're starting to turn that page. They're starting to get more and more dangerous because on any given week, you have zero idea who the fuck Mahomes is throwing the ball to. Now, let me be clear what I'm about to say. I love what the Bills are doing. The Bills are playing phenomenal football. Their Achilles heel is still a fucking run game. If you cannot run the ball in the playoffs, you cannot win. The Chiefs can run the ball. Clyde Edwards-Alaire and Isaiah Pacheco are two good running backs. The Bills yeah. cannot run the football. The Rams, the reigning Super Bowl champions, cannot run the football. They have a losing record. Okay. 
The Bengals just starting to figure out how to use Joe Mixon to run the football, and they're barely getting back to 500. I got one. Okay, okay. so let's keep it pushing. On a scale of 1 to 10, how big is the loss of Micah Hyde for the Buffalo Bills? Seven. Six? You going six? Seven to six? Okay. I like that. I like that. I still think they'll, they'll defend, their defense is still doing just fine. They're not what they were, but they're not completely, like, they're not broken. Okay. Because of Micah Hyde. Like, now, it'd be different if, like, the Cowboys lost, like, a Micah Parsons. That's different. You know okay. what I'm saying? Now, I love Micah Hyde. I'm not saying he's not. Like, but Mike, Micah Hyde is good, but they also have, they have Von Miller, the X Factor. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, that's why I say that. Okay. No problem. Who's winning the NFC East? Who's winning the NFC East? The Eagles yep. already said that. I said that in season two. Not even changing what the Cowboys or what the Giants are doing? No. Okay. The Eagles will win the division. I still got the Eagles too. So the Eagles are going to win the division. Here we go. And they're now win twelve games. Now we get into the now, now we get into the tougher questions. Do the New England Patriots make the playoffs? They have the potential to squeak in as a wild card, but I'm going to take my fandom out of it and say no. Ooh, ooh. The loss of Damian Harris hurts. Mac Jones not playing also hurts. Bailey Zappi isn't bad, but Bailey Zappi isn't Mac Jones. Jacoby Myers has been out for a quarter of the season, basically. Unless we were fully healthy, we could probably be a wild card team, but we're probably going to finish third, maybe fourth in our own division. Here we we're going to keep going with the tough questions. Do the San Francisco 49ers make the championship? Ooh, the NFC championship? Yes, sir. Ooh. Here man. we go. Now we're getting some like, questions I, now. I love I love this question. And here's my answer for it. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. GQ is about to give you the one take we have not done on this particular show just yet. So here it is. Ladies and gentlemen, the San Francisco 49ers will beat the Eagles to face the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the NFC Championship. There it is. There I said it. Well, that takes away my next question. (laughs) Okay. I was going to say who are the... Who, who you got Tampa, going in the championship game against the NFC? Because Tamp- Tampa's yeah. going to beat Green Bay, so that's that's that. I think Green Bay's going to make the playoffs. Okay. The okay. Rams have a chance to not make the playoffs. Like, legitimately have a chance to not make the playoffs. We all thought the AFC West was going to be the best division in football. Do you still think they are the best division in football? No, they have, they're top-heavy. They have two good teams, and they have two bottom feeders. Okay. Now, my last question other than Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, who is the best quarterback in Lamar. the Lamar. NFL? Lamar Jackson. Not Jalen Hurts. No, I do think Lamar is better than Jalen Hurts. Okay. This man, this man, won, this man won an MVP unanimously with a hell of a set. And he's in the same boat as Jalen Hurts. They were looked at as runners. Yeah. I think Lamar has a better arm but i also think jalen hurts has a damn good arm i think it's much improved i think lamar has a better arm and i think jalen hurts is also the better leader i'm not gonna lie to you interesting okay i do i i won't be so what i will say is it won't surprise me if in let's say another two two years that we don't talk about jalen hurts as being like a top seven maybe even top five quarterback oh okay okay so let me ask you this then MVP of the league mm. up until right now. Josh Allen. 
lot of people maybe ESPN had Jalen Hurts. Not gonna lie to you, blew my mind. That's fine. I I, I have Josh Allen though. And I, I, I also Josh. have. I mean, I I have Lamar second. I, I, thought, I, I, thought, I, thought, I thought it was Josh Allen. I said Josh I have, Allen. I have Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, and then Jalen Hurts in that exact order. But I, yeah, yeah. And I have Patrick Holmes fourth. So, I'm going to ask you one more question just because it just popped in my head. I'm with you. Know what I'm saying? So, let me ask you all both of y'all this. I want your answer too. Kansas City is doing very well right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I said I thought Patrick Mahomes was a little underrated because of, you know, everybody was saying Tyreek Hill, this and that. Absolutely. Video. But here's my question. Can Juju Smith-Schuster finish top 10 in reception yards this year with Patrick Mahomes as his quarterback? Absolutely. Yes, he can. Okay. It's not impossible. Well, it's really there it not, is. It's really not impossible. There it is, people. That's the quick takes. There it is. I like my, I like y'all answers. I agree with a lot of y'all answers. Right, you um, know me. You say quick takes. You know I'm ready. I'm, I'm firing them Ju- off. Ju- Juju is probably the closest where I'm like, I don't know. Juju on that beat. I, Juju yeah, Juju on, on that beat. beat. I, I like Juju. You know, I like Juju. Yeah, no, I do too. So. But, I mean, and we've also said he's a number two, but he has a chance to be a new resurge number one in Kansas City. And I also because do believe um, Patrick Mahomes is better than what Ben Roethlisberger was when he was playing with Juju. So I agree. And the, the, what you're running into is right now nobody, discounting Travis Kelsey, none of the receivers have wanted to step up and take over. It's, yeah. Some weeks it's Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Another week it's Juju. Like sometimes Miko Hardman when he's not banged up. So it's like no one's taking overall command, you know. And that's and oh and Sky Moore, but Sky Moore's a rookie, so we're not going to concern ourselves with him at the moment. He's not he's not even the best rookie receiver in in football. So. Drake. Drake Even London. though he has a trash ass quarterback, hey man, Drake, Drake, Drake <laughs> London, and hey, Drake London and Romeo Dobbs are doing it. Yeah, boy. As far as rookie receivers go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for your new favorite segment. Is he a Hall of Famer? Ladies and gentlemen, this pass rushing defensive player. Whoa. Okay. Yes, yeah, sir. I had okay, to go now defense. we diving. Now I we went, diving. I went, I went offense for a while. I had to I had to give my defensive some love. So Okay. This man is still currently playing, obviously, because we know the rules, right? Yeah. All right. So currently on the NFL season, he has seven tackles, three assist tackles, and two and a half sacks. Eh. Run that run run that back real quick. Seven tackles uh-huh. combined. Um three assists and two and a half sacks through four games. Oh, this season. Yeah, yeah, this oh, season. Oh, oh, yeah, okay, this, okay, this particular okay, season. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So, for his career now, 554 tackles. Okay. 131 assists. Okay. 104 and a half sacks. Mm. Two interceptions for 99 yards and two touchdowns. Excuse me. Wait, 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 wait. So, he returned both of his for touchdowns? Two interceptions for 99 yards and two touchdowns. That's freaking amazing, dog. <laughs> hey, that's crazy as shit. <laughs> yeah, okay, keep going. Oh, that's all of his stats. Okay. So I will tell you, this defensive player was an absolute game changer in the NFL. Okay. He's um, still active. Yes, he is still active. I don't get a position. Mm-mm. Or at least a secondary position. 
He is a defensive end. Shit. Okay. Um. Sometimes plays linebacker, but he's more. He's ninety-eight, nine, ninety-nine percent defensive end. Very, uh, very rarely would they put him in a different technique. Than that, ooh. So. I told you, either you're gonna get it, or you're gonna be really upset that you don't get it. I'm going to go with. Shit, ninety nine yards. I don't think JJ Watt ever. I don't think J, between JJ Watt's two, he's in. I don't think between. I think he has. He, I don't think, I don't think he is interception returns on more than ninety nine yards, and I don't think he'd have two interception returns for two touchdowns either. Um, unless he had two interceptions, plus he had two touchdowns when they passed him the ball. So the interception returns, or the, I don't know if the interception returns are for actual touchdowns. Um, okay, okay, I, I, I'm gonna take my two guesses. All right, I pro- I'll probably be wrong, but whatever. I I don't think I've gotten one yet, so I'm not mad. But no, nah, you got you did. Okay, you got you got Kirk Cousins. All oh, right, 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 right. Okay, so I am going with um. JJ Watt. Okay. Or mm, the second play is kind of hard. Eh. Say he's a defensive end? Yes. Oh, is Jason Peters a defensive end? I cannot remember. Jason Peters? I thought he was a defensive tackle. Defensive tackle. Okay. Okay. Um shit. I only got one guess. I'm gonna just say I'm just take my one guess as as, as JJ Watt because I can't think of I can't think of anybody else off the top of my head right now who would be sufficient. Okay. But I probably really don't know their stats, and it's probably gonna be somebody who I just kind of forgot about. And the million dollar question is: Is he a Hall of Famer? If you're guessing J.J. Watt, is J.J. Watt a Hall of Famer? Well, I think J.J. Watt is a Hall of Famer. Okay. Because he has three Defensive Player of the Year awards. Okay, so now, if, is this player, based on the stats, do you think this player is a Hall of Famer? The defensive, he's a defensive end? Correct. I don't really know what defensive end stats look a lot alike. I just know that, like, if I hear the name, I'm like, that's a Hall of Famer because I watched him play and I, I saw him affect the game. Like, it's one of the things where it's like, if you say Michael Strahan, Hall of Famer. J.J. Watt, Hall of Famer. Um, <sighs> so, J.J. Watt is your final answer. Yeah, what you got? You got anybody else? I, I think J.J. JJ Watt, I can't think of anybody else off the top of my head right now. And I hate I hate getting put on the spot like this because you know like yeah. I didn't know what what position was going to be to think ahead. I'll never so. tell you what position. I know, time, yeah, yeah, I, I, want, I know, I know. I don't need I, you to have time to think. I Just know like that. Your quick I know takes. that. I know that. That's cool. So, so, ladies and gentlemen, with that being said, it was JJ Watt. Boom, boom. JJ Watt, 2011 to 2022. So, 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 the interceptions were he got two interceptions for touchdown returns. That's what I'm guessing. Looking okay. at the stats, yeah. Well, I know he, had, I know he had two touchdowns the the, the years did. tied in, so I just didn't know. Yeah. Now, if you would also say, well, he has offensive touchdowns, I'd be like, oh yeah, that's easy. Well, no, so in 2020, he had an interception for 19 yards and a touchdown, and then in 2014, uh, interception for 80 yards and a touchdown. So yeah, I guess that is those are interception yards for touchdowns. 
But yes, I know he has career yeah, yeah, yeah. offensive touchdowns as well. One of them, I think one of them is against the Bills in the playoffs when he intercepted the ball and ran it back. Sure is. Yeah. But I don't I, I don't I think that was the shorter one. I couldn't remember. Yeah, that was yeah. definitely the nineteen yarder. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good All shit. right. Now I'm curious to see if John L gonna get it. Well well, yeah. He's gonna lie anyway. He's gonna be like, Yeah, I got it. Only time will tell. Only time will tell. Well, since we're doing Is He a Hall of Famer, I'm gonna take over your segment for a little bit because you're the you're the football savant on this show, but there's one thing about me. I am the basketball savant on this show. All right? And what I am going to do is I'm going to give you an active NBA player. And you're more than welcome to participate. I okay. Think, I think you're more than welcome to participate. And I want to know if this guy is an NBA Hall of Famer. And it, obviously, it's more easy to make the NBA Hall because it's the bat is international. I'm not going to give you an international player you never heard of. I'm going to give you somebody in the NBA. Well, you said an active player. Yeah, but I'm saying, but no. It ain't but, that many international players that are but, but, like but, balling out of control. Right, but they will still put them in if they average 20 points per game in the Chinese league. You know what I'm saying? So, Speaking of international players, um, shout out to Joel Embiid for becoming a U.S. citizen. Yes, he yes. already being coveted by USA Basketball. Exactly. USA Basketball team. So here we go. This player has averaged 19 points per game for his career. All right. 49% shooting, 6.4 rebounds, 2.9 assists, 1.6 steals. Small forward? Small forward. Those are... Those sound like small forward numbers. They, 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 they better be small forward numbers. Is this a Hall of Fame player, and who is he? What are his career points? 19.2. No, no, no. Total. Total points. Oh, my bad. Let me let, let me click on this real quick to yeah. get his, to his, his total. Because I, I did look up a... Yeah. All right, here we go. Come on, basketball reference. Here you go. You if you're looking for NBA stats, go to Basketball Reference. That's the greatest ever. All right, here we go. In all his seasons, close off. I don't know why Basketball Reference got so much nonsense popping up. It's in the regular season. Okay, the total amount of points he has. Why are they only showing his points per game? It's because I need to look at totals. Here we go. Total points, 11,085. Hmm. For how many years? He's been in the league nine years. Surprisingly, it feels like longer sometimes, but yeah, he's nine been Nine years. Nine years. 11,000 points. 11,000 points in nine years. Huh. It's actually pretty damn good. 11,000 points for nine years. Small forward? With averages, yep, with averages of 19.2 points per game. Hmm. One one point eight steals per game, two point nine. Is this small forward a starter? He obviously. He's, I'm not gonna pick somebody that's not a starter. Hey, I mean, it's a lot of NBA players. Though. Zero zero point six blocks. Uh, six point four rebounds. Uh, free throw percentage eight. Wow, it's free throw, free throw percentage eighty nine eighty five percent. That's pretty freaking good. Yeah. Um, Eastern Conference or Western Conference? He. Ho, 
hold on, man. I don't ask you this many questions. Wait the hell a minute. I'm not giving you Eastern Conference or Western Conference. I mean, I just, you know, thought I would no, 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 no. I actually no, did. But, but, I actually but, did give you the conference for yeah, for, yeah. Uh, for Kirk Cousins. Yes, you did. But what I can, what I will tell you, is his best year. He averaged twenty six point six points per game. Um, seven point three rebounds. Shit. 1.8 assists. I lied. It's 3.3 assists. 1.8 steals. Right. He's definitely black. Shut up. Um. So. And 85% free throw shooting. So. My first guess is going to be Kawhi Leonard. Okay. I think he's a small forward. Pretty sure he's. A small he's forward. a small forward. Um. Second guess. Damn, we talking about small forwards. Um. Paul George is Paul definitely, George, a, definitely small a small forward. forward. But we already talked about his damn points per game. Um, ba, 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 Actually, ba, 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 yeah. Paul George is a legitimate guess, but I'm going to tell you it's wrong just because yeah, I already knew. When you, when you yeah. said total points, I already knew it was wrong. Yeah. Um, I also think Kawhi should have more than 11,000 points, but he's been injured a lot, so I'm just going to not. Um, shit. I'm going to also guess... Oh, he ain't scored eleven thousand points. I don't think. Damn, I'm stuck. Right, I got I got Kawhi Leonard right now. It's the only one I can think of. Also, in one postseason, he became the first player to score seven hundred points, seven hundred plus points in a single postseason, which is freaking crazy because I had no idea. But Stathead says that. Oh, he he became the sixth player to do it. So there you go. Sixth player to do it. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go with. Kawhi, I'm gonna say Clay. Even though, yeah, Clay's a small. Yeah, yeah he, he switches. He, he's, yeah, he's a yeah. switch off. Josh, any guesses? You know what? I'll also throw Jimmy Butler in there just to do it. He's a small forward, kind of. Okay. Hey, okay. Any guesses? Are you out? Because you look so confused. Give yourself an applause. It's absolutely Kawhi Leonard. Absolutely Kawhi Leonard. Easily. Hey. I didn't want to give you two-time defensive player of the year. Yeah, I wasn't going to ask you for those kind of accolades because we don't do the same. Yeah, but I'm not, I knew you were going to get it, but I didn't know if he was going to get it. And he and he loves the Spurs too. So it kind of, it kind of, Makes it feel that was like my. I was like, man, I was like, that sounds like it might it, be Kawhi. The like, only two tricky. people when I looked at the stats, I said it could only be Kawhi Leonard or Jimmy Butler when I looked at So I was mm -hmm. like, they're going to, they have to get it because I know. But there you go. I'm going to bring an because NBA season's coming. I'm going to bring an NBA one every week too. So Okay. Cool. We'll do an NBA for an NFL. Yeah. yeah, there you go. I'm all the way with that. Well, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another outstanding. Standing episode of Gentleman's Talk. As you already know, I am your granny's favorite DILF, your sister's favorite DILF, your wife's favorite DILF, and I'm just the DILF you want in your life. Okay. And I am your baby mama favorite bumper buddy, DJ Michael B. Hey. I'm done. Okay. <laughs>
But then my stock is going up because of my hunger. We 